RadioInfluence.com. This week's Real Animals podcast, which is presented by Contender Boats, my good friend Ian Beckles joining me. He, uh, the host of one of the hosts of the Ron and Ian show on 95.3 WDAE and AM 620. Ian and I have been friends for many, many years. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I'm looking forward to it. Joining me today on the Real Animals podcast, my uh, longtime friend. I don't know exactly how long it's been, but it's been a while. I would say 13, 16 years. Probably 16 years or so. I would, I it's got to be about right. Yeah. I mean... I knew you before you were on air. Just before. Just before. Just before. Like literally just before. And then I was wondering, you and I had to start pretty close the same time. Uh, I probably had been there for a little Six bit. Six months maybe before yeah. me? And I remember Brad James said, yeah. do you know anybody that's uh, that could be good on air? And I go, that's funny. I just met this big old dude. <laughs> I think you'd be great, man, and then the rest is history. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Ian Beckles is joining me here on the Real Animals podcast. Uh, if you don't know Ian, he is from Montreal, Canada, which I forget that all the time. How can you forget that? I don't know. I'm a different brother. You know that, right? Well, I know. I do well, know that. Go, I get yeah. that, but I'm just, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is that what it is? It's just, uh, it's Montreal cool? Is that what it uh, is? I don't know if it's Montreal cool, but it's you get exposed <laughs> to a little bit. You know, different things than yeah. if you were from Ocala or something like that. <laughs> Not the dog Ocala-ish. Right? <laughs> yeah. what, uh, what, so, obviously, you know, those of you who, for those of you who don't know, uh, Ian was a uh, great Buccaneer player here. How long did you play here? In Seven Tampa? years here Seven and years two years in Philly. Two years in Philly. Yeah. Huh? So nine years total. Nine years. Indiana boy, too. How'd you end up at the University of Indiana? How did that happen? Uh, went to junior college in Iowa for two years. Um, then... Being from Canada, I didn't take the SAT, so I had to stay and graduate, which nobody wants to do in junior college, right? <laughs> you want to leave, you know, after a year and a half. Right. And then somebody flunked out of Indiana. I was going to go to UNI, Northern Iowa. Somebody flunked out of Indiana, and they were looking for somebody, and I just happened to be there. And they brought me in, not knowing what I'd look like or anything. And they were like, "Okay, we'll take you." And that was about it. I wasn't very highly recruited ever, really. Really? No, didn't start my junior year at Indiana. Really? I sat the bench, yeah. And then. A year, year and a half later, you're drafted. Getting drafted, yeah. How good is that? Uh, it's good. It's crazy. I mean, it's not uh, It's not your typical path. No. Like, I hear these guys, and these guys were like, you know, stars in high school, and everybody, and it was never me, really. I mean, I was I was always very talented. I wasn't really the best player. Right. Uh, I always worked, worked hard. Right. Um, you look back, you still wish you worked harder, but I was still working harder than everybody else, right. if that made any sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, I went through it and was never given much. Um, every year I was in the league in the NFL, they were trying to replace me, <laughs> and, was, and I started the whole time in there, so... Uh, I've been I've been fighting. That's it. Still yeah. still fighting. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what uh, maybe that's one of my favorite things about your personality. You know that whole. Uh, you t- I I've met some guys who, uh, you know, on the basketball court side mm-hmm. and the you know other sports side that it seems like have been, you know, superstars really young. You yep. know, in little league they were dominating, and high school they were dominating, and then mm-hmm. they were you know went to a big college and played ball and. And they go to the majors, and they just always walk around with this big chip on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. Not that they're bad people, but you just kind of—it's a different feel. But you, you have to kind of understand, yeah, because you know when you see somebody like uh, Warren Sapp or Keyshawn Johnson, okay, they're they've been it their whole lives, right. you know. 
um, and people want stuff from them right. all the time. Always. And, I, and like, like Warren Sapp doesn't love people. Right. Okay, it's obvious. He doesn't love people. <laughs> right. So when people, we don't love people and people are always trying to get something for you, it's a lot of clashes. Yeah, that makes sense. And like Keyshawn Johnson, number one pick in the draft. And I mean, he's, you know, he, people put you on a pedestal. Yeah. They wonder why why you think you're so great because people have been tra- treating him that way his whole life. have been told that forever. So it doesn't yeah. make it right. Right, right, right. right. But you can still be a good person. Yeah. I was going to have Vincent Jackson on the uh, on the air with us. And you, if you met Vincent Jackson, just good people. Right. You know, he seems like a, you know, this yeah. is a normal, earth, normal yeah. cat. Yeah. yeah. That might be one of the things that I love uh, so much about uh, spending so much time with the hockey guys. They're and I don't know yeah. what it is, but most of the ones I've met, yeah. even the really the really well-decorated, super popular mm. ones, you know, the superstars mm. are, I mean, I spent time with Steven Stamkos, you know, early in his career mm. on my boat. And it not a chip anywhere. No. I mean, there wasn't, there just was no attitude, yeah. no, you know, like a, just a big eyed kid, you know, when we pulled a three foot shark up next to the boat, uh-huh. we, you know, sure, he's yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, I mean, you just, I don't know what it is, but maybe that's, well, maybe that's a lot of them are, uh, there was a, a lot of hockey players are Canadian, well, first of all, yeah, and Canadians are just, I don't know, like, they're just different. Yeah. You know, yeah. everybody goes to Canada and everybody says how nice everybody was. Yeah. You know, there's there's just not a lot of racism in Canada. I've been there, yeah. You no, know, just I've everybody's there, yeah. easy. Yeah. Everybody's nice for the most part. Um, but listen, I've I, I've hung out with Eric Lindros. He's a horse's ass. <laughs> okay. So they're not all cool. <laughs> no. You know I what I mean? That, they're not sure. all cool. <laughs> Seriously. I get the ones. And you know, it's funny. Now that you say that, um, for the most part, I mean, Mike Smith, Canadian. Yeah, goalie. Yeah, uh, still in the league, doing well. Yep. Um, Paul Ranger, very near and dear friend of mm-hmm. mine. Stammers on the boat with, uh, with me. Where's Dave Anderchuk from? Is it from Ontario? Is he? Well, again, another nice, great, nice, nice another dude. great, guy. A nice dude. Yeah, <laughs> another yeah. great guy. I mean, yep. just, they're kind of running at me. Uh, yeah. You know, Nigel Kerwin. Yeah, yeah. It's my brother. <laughs> as right nice, nice a human being as there is on the planet. You know, Nigel was a ball boy with the Bucks when I was there. I did not know that. Yeah, and his brother Andre. Really? Andre yeah, ball boy. So, did ball- you guys know each other back then? He used to clean my locker. What? I used to pay Nigel Curran to clean my locker. That's crazy, right? That's awesome. And he's the longest tenured coach out there. He's been there since day one. I, and day I, one. I, fruit of the earth. Just good absolutely people. fruit good, of the good earth. Good yeah. people. Yeah, those of you who don't know, Nigel Kerwin is the video coach mm-hmm. for the Tampa Bay Lightning, near and dear friend of both mine and mm-hmm. Ian Beckles. That's uh, that's pretty cool. So so you must have started, she must have started about 17 radio business, about 17 years then, 16 years? Uh, was 13 with Ron and stepped away for three, but I was still on the radio on the bone. That was another right. three and a couple before that. So about 18 years probably. Okay. About oh, 18, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. So we had to know each other about that long then because mm-hmm. it wasn't. I can always look it up, and I can, well, I, I, the one years. thing I know for sure is July, I've been guiding 19 years, and it wasn't long after I got my license that I ended up sure. talking about it on the radio, yeah. so we're right there somewhere. That's that's pretty interesting stuff. So I thought you would be a great fit for the podcast. Obviously, we talk a lot of fishing here, but you know, you being such a dynamic personality here in the Tampa Bay area, again, the, the Ron and Ian show airs on 95.3 WDAE here in the... Tampa market. You can hear it all over the place on iHeartMedia. Phenomenal show. Thank and you. without saying it's so, it was, I was so, I don't know. I'm sure there was a lot of listeners too because I used to hear it all, wherever I went because I'm in the business. Mm-hmm. People are like, hey, have you talked to Beckles? Yeah. Hey, where, where's Beckles, man? Maybe they'll bring Beckles back. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking, man, I wish they'd bring Beckles back. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be a classic. Always, it's just always good to have a friend in the building. <laughs> it does help. Yeah, sure. It, it does help. Always good to have a good For friend sure. in the building. But um, so, 
what I mean, what is it about fishing? Now mm-hmm. you fish, you fish quite a bit. I mean, uh, really, I mean, you have a full time job. Not enough. Well, nobody fishes. No, enough. that's that's nobody correct. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Nobody fishes enough. But yeah. I mean, it seems like when I talk to you, we do a fishing report every week, yeah. and yeah. you're either going fishing, or you've been fishing, or talking about fishing, or going to go fishing. I try to do it once a month if okay. that's possible. I know a lot of people with boats, so I get invited quite often. Right. Um, I really like. I, f- I appreciate that rod you gave me to the Bull Bay rod, and then. I, I got the whole rig uh, at uh, Mahoney's, and that's the smoothest thing. Like, I just picked the, the reel up. What, what was it coming? Smoke. The smoke. Bottom smoke, yeah. And I just turned it three times, and I go, whoa. <laughs> like, it, that's the smoothest reel ever. And I, I had a good time fishing with it the other day. It changes everything. No doubt. It? But yeah. I'm going to start messing around, and in the morning, get up to Picnic Island and go fishing there sometimes. I just like to be near the water, man. I, I just, now, I just where did love that fishing. start? Did you do that as a kid? Yeah, I've always, I, I don't remember not fishing. Okay. And uh, my father and I, like, literally had n- the only thing we had in common was fishing. Like, he's from he's from Trinidad. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't a sport. He didn't really watch sports. Uh, he didn't talk a whole lot. He just loved to fish. <laughs> and we used to fish in in Montreal in these channels and catching uh, pike and yeah. and perch and, uh, and and a lot of other different fish and freshwater. Right. Um, but. You know, catching a walleye is wonderful, but I I like catching snook though. <laughs> right. I still haven't got that forty inch snook. I need it. You do. You do I need one. it. You need I one. deserve. I've it. only got two. Really? Yes. Well, that's that's sad. A lot me. of times I'm fishing <laughs> when I'm on the water. I, somebody else yeah, has to rod sure. their hand. Yeah, yeah. But I've only caught two. Well, how many have been caught in your boat? Oh, that's a good question. Got in nineteen years, maybe twenty five. Yeah, or 30. And that's a big number. Yeah, it's a good. I number. saw Dave Moore. I fished with Dave Moore one time. Who was a fabulous fisherman. Fabulous. Fisherman. He really is. Yes, and, absolutely. Um, we went to a spot, and he before we fished, he looks at me and goes, you're not going to tell anybody about this spot. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I'm just telling you, don't tell nobody about this spot. This is before we started fishing. And we caught probably eight snook each that none were below 33. Wow, nice. None. And he caught a 40-incher that day. I And I like to talk a little trash out there. A little, you know? So I caught a 36-incher. So I'm like, you ain't getting me today. And bef- as soon as today came out, he set the hook, and this thing jumped, and I'm like, holy smokes. And then he, it was a big, fat snook, and I just, to me, catching a big snook is the, be- is the best. Really? That's number one for me, yeah. Have you done a tarpon? I've caught tarpon. I've caught almost every fish that I could think of, except for a wahoo. I never caught a wahoo. I haven't either. Uh, or a triple list. tail. Oh, I've caught triple yeah. tail. They're fun. Triple but tail I've caught fun. I've caught just about everything else. I yeah. think. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So snook is your favorite. Snook is the favorite. I, you man. know what? I'm okay with that. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. artificial or live bait? Do you think? I know when I first, at least I used to hold this claim. We'll see if you remember. Okay. You, me, Brad, James, mm-hmm. we're on the boat back mm-hmm. at Cockroach. Artificials. Mm-hmm. You stuck a redfish under the trees. Nice redfish. Mm-hmm. At the time, you told me it's your first fish on artificial ever. Okay. Do you throw more artificials now? No. I, if I can, like if I go to uh, Picnic Island or something, yeah. I'll bring some artificials. But every time I go on somebody else's boat, it's all about the white bait. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. just go, I go with the flow. Well, I'm okay with white bait. Yeah. But, but do you have thrown more artificials now? Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah. that's good. Yeah, I love artificials. Okay. Mirror lures are good. You like kayaks, huh? I love kayaks. Now listen, yeah. that's what we, I really want to talk about that. Okay, because you played guard mm-hmm. in the National Football League Correct. for nine years. Mm-hmm. You're not a little fella. Nope. <laughs> and not, <laughs> not in any room. No, 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 no absolutely not. not, no. What size kayak? Well, Ty J is who I take go yeah, out with. Ty J, Ty just, not Ty a small big, guy. No, yeah. big guy, big guy. Yeah. Uh, he's got the biggest kayak. I don't know what size it is, and I just, I make, I make it. I'm, I'm not... 
by the end of the day, I'm, my body's beat down. Because really? it's, it's jammed up in there a little yeah, bit. Yeah. My legs aren't extended, so, you know, I'm, my back ain't great and right. stuff. But I get around, it's a great workout, you know? And it's just, uh, to be out in that water, man, over there, that's the Alify, is that what yeah, that yeah, is? Yeah. It's gorgeous over there, yeah, man. Yeah, it is I, lo- I love it out there. Kayaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you're going to make me try it. That's what you you have to. It's a different experience, man. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> of course you can. I, if I can do it. I, no, I know I can do it. Yeah. Physically, I'm sure I can yeah. do it. My whole point is I've kind of always had this saying that I'm not going to really get into the kayak thing until I figure out how to put that 300 horsepower Yamaha. Well, I understand. <laughs> just just in case. <laughs> well, you know, I yeah. mean, it looks like a tire. Yeah, no. <laughs> you are going to get tired. I bet you it's, are. It's a good work. I, I, I mean, I went is. out with him, and within five minutes, I was like, oh, boy. Like, I, I go, I don't know if I could do it. And then you just kind of get used to it. And then the stroke gets a little better and you get a little bit more efficient. And it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty. And Ka- Ty J is a, a beast. Ty J is kind of a beast. Anyway. Not kind of a beast. He's not kind of a beast. He's, a beast. he's always been a beast. It, it, working out, like, out of everybody I know, he's the most beastly guy. Like, I did a, sh- a show one time in uh, Carrollwood and he rode his bike from Apollo Beach. You know what? That's when I saw him a bunch. Yeah. I saw him a bunch. How the hell you ride your bike from Apollo Beach? Where do you go? I got into. I got into the mountain biking thing, mm-hmm. and so we pulled up somewhere, and I, I pulled up there, yeah. and there was Ty J. Yeah. Like, but he does races, yeah. and he just, he just everything he does is extreme. If he gets into it, he can't just get into but it. But he never he's gets out be, of it, though. Yeah, he's he never be, gets out of it. Knee deep in it. Yep. He was great contact on the bike side because, you know, when I, I hadn't bought my bike yet. Mm-hmm. I bought my wife a bike, my daughter a bike, and I was just riding what I had. wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Knew I needed a new bike. And then running into Ty J, Ty J was like, well, don't do this. Don't do that. Make sure yeah. you get this rim. You're a big guy. He's you serious about his stuff, though. Serious. He's serious about Ty it. Ty J yeah. Armstrong, a yeah. good friend. Of, well, much more of a friend of Ian's, but uh, also an acquaintance of mine, too, from the from the gym days and, and back here around Tampa. Played with the Bucks for a while. Played yep. with Dallas, too, yes? Yeah, I think. Was that it? I don't know if we might have one sure. more stop. Maybe yeah. Chicago. Maybe. Maybe for a little bit. For sure, mm-hmm. uh, for sure here in Tampa. Rams. And for sure he played for the Rams. Played for the Rams. I believe too. so. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So big guy too, six five, two sixty. Probably about two sixty ish. Yeah. 260. yeah. Very, I have some very funny you and I have said told some very funny touches. Oh, there's stories. some there's quite a few. <laughs> there's quite a few out there. Some some are funny, some aren't that funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. But I'm gonna have to uh I may have to uh I'm always that whole paddle thing. I know it's core strength too, and that's mm-hmm. good. And well, come put, come with us on that little paddle thing that Ron has on the 25th. What day of the week is that? It's a Saturday. Let me check. Check that. I mean, but I've see. never done it. So what? Have you done it? I've I've kayak. Oh, you're gonna do it in a kayak? Yeah, on okay. my paddle. No, well, as you, you know, I'm our, not getting it, our boy Ron Diaz is all about the paddle board. Anything that I have to take his shirt off, he's good. <laughs> he's good. He, he has his shirt off right now. <laughs> That's what I, I'm actually dieting, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm trying to lean out, spend a lot more time on my core, and that's mm-hmm. what I think about. I think about trying to channel my yeah. inner Ron Diaz. Understandable, <laughs> understandable. And you got a guy with uh, track veins everywhere talking about he's dieting. I don't want to hear about you dieting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, 7% body fat? I what wish, are you going to go down to? I wish. Get out of here. I wish. I could lose another 10, I think. Get out of here. I don't want to hear about all that crap. <laughs> go, you look great, uh, dude. Uh, this is a big shirt. <laughs> I just, if you wear big dark shirts and you just uh, wear big glasses and stuff, people stop looking at your stomach. What? Yeah, right? What? Uh, of all the places that you have fished, and mm-hmm. obviously now with Tampa Bay being your home, do you still live in the same place? Uh, no, I just live right down over here near uh, McDill and Gandhi, okay. so not okay. too far from the station. Do you, do you, is there a place, I know you've been to Costa Rica. I have. Is there a place that you've been? Mm-hmm. 
that you, if you could only fish one more place mm-hmm. the rest of your life, that you would say yep. that's for sure it? Yep. Key West. Oh, Key West. Key West. Really? You know of Steve Roger? I do know Steve Roger, sure. Well, um, End of the Blue. Yeah. Of my, End of the Blue. Family. My buddy Steve Everett, who just left town, he, we went to the Slayer concert. Yeah. And, saw some uh, stuff on social media We were hanging out backstage that. with the guys and just, you know, cool cool guys. Well, he said, I'm going to take you out with this guy. He's the best guy around. So, and I was telling Mike Mahoney this, this story today. And uh, I go, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not easily impressed, though. You know, so he goes out, and you can tell this dude's like the Don, okay? Like, at the dock. Like, he's just the dude. Because yeah, I knew this, because Jose Wahebe walked up to him and was asking a bunch of questions. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you know Spanish fly? is before he die, right? So he's like, yeah, he kind of tries to pick my brain while the fish are at and stuff. So then we go to catch bait, and I can see him sneaking around, because everybody's trying to see where he's going. So he sneaks around. He ends up in this channel next to this big old boat, and he throws it in the net one time, and he comes up with the biggest ball. All of bait I've ever seen in my life. Okay, he had to throw some away. So then he says to me, "Throw your bot, throw a rod over there." He goes, "Throw it over there." I throw it within five seconds. I hook a tarpon within five seconds. So I bring in a fifty-pound tarpon. Okay, so he goes, "What do you want to do today?" I said, "Let's get some meat and let's go catch some game fish." So that day we caught grouper on every cast, uh, yellowtail on every cast. Then we went. To, he chummed up cobia. And I go, what are you chumming? You trying to catch bait? Like he goes, look down, look down. There was 15 cobia swimming around the boat. We had three cobia on at one time. Wow. Then we went for sailfish and listen to me closely. Three sailfish at one time. <laughs> that doesn't happen, does it? Not in the Keys. I mean, the Keys are good for sailfish. Doesn't happen. Hey, what do you yeah. get three sailfish on at one time? Guatemala is the only place I've ever heard of it. I, and Guatemala is probably the sailfish capital of the absolutely. world. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. it was crazy. And then and then, wow. then he took us to his house that night, and he was smoking up the fish, and we're out there drinking beer, doing as we do, hanging out. And his father walks through the door with a whole bushel of uh, stone, uh, stone crab. And I was like, what? Is, he goes, you guys like these? And I go, come on. And we just sat there and ate fish and crab and drank beer. And it was like, like well, you know when you, you have to go to a place sometimes when you're funny? I went. I go back there because that was just very peaceful. See, but it now, but now that that I have a complete visual of why that's your favorite place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because of that yeah, experience. Of course, the yeah. whole thing rounded together thing. was like it was. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. Well, the keys are special. I was just in the keys last week, and the keys are incredibly special. Mm-hmm. I had a blast there last week. Um, What's great about the keys? You don't have to go that far. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Everywhere. Yeah. We, we last week we caught. African pompano, blackfin tuna, sailfish, um, mutton snapper. Yeah. And I could see Key Largo. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah. I'm like, and we were in 160 foot of water. Yeah. It happens real quick. I'm like, yeah. That's Key Largo. Yeah. Steve, <laughs> like, yeah. Steve, Steve lives on a cul de sac, and at night I'll go out and fish out in his backyard, catching Goliath Grouper in his backyard. Oh. <laughs> what is that all about? And then pulling. Pulling lobsters out of the rocks. Yeah. You used to see them yeah. pulling them out of That's the rocks crazy. and cooking them. Yeah. I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best ever. Yeah. Steve Rogers, Into the Blue, great show. Yep. And uh, they're, uh, they're great guys. It's interesting because I actually, we have a mutual friend here in town, Mark Weaver, who Google fished Mark. in the Keys a lot, yep. who was trying to get me to go down there and film with Steve before they started Into the oh, Blue. Oh, really? Yes. He's like, dude, this is who I fish with. You'd love him. Well, you guys I, well, get I along put Mark great. On. I put okay. Mark on. Well, he, he's like, hey, I've fished with him a bunch now. Yeah. You guys get along great. Yeah. You need to go down there. And into the Blue hadn't happened yet. So I called him, mm-hmm. and it was, I don't know, it was probably June or May. And I'm like, hey, we're coming down in August. And Steve said, why in August? Yeah, we, and I'm like, we, I get it, but it's when we can come. Mm-hmm. You know, we were filming 22 shows a year. I was with Channel Eight still. Mm-hmm. 
And he goes, well, I'm in, I'm in South Carolina mm-hmm. on my farm. So I'm not there. He said, but Alex Canalejo okay. runs out of my marina. Great guy. Alex will take you. Mm-hmm. So he turned me on to Alex. Okay. Stupid. Dumb. Same exact yeah, yeah. formula. Crazy. Just fish everywhere. everywhere. August. Worse, yeah. you know. Well, you got why you guys want to come in August? I don't know. We caught thirty permit yeah. sailfish and <laughs> yeah. yellowtail as big as my arm and I don't know, dude. Yeah, right. When do you come? It gets better. <laughs> it gets better. I, <laughs> it does get better. Yeah, that's what's I know, funny. But that's I'm like, I, I don't need better. Yeah. Key West <laughs> great arms fishing hurt. is yeah. it's different. It is. It's way, way different. The keys in general are just a unique it's just a unique place. It's um I don't know. Feeding tarpon everywhere. Like yeah. we, we go up to this one, one boat and the guy has is in the middle, like right by the marina, and you just turn your engine on and you're feeding tarpon with your, with on the the white bait out of your head. And I'm like, this that's crazy. Yeah, you look all day for one tarpon in Tampa. Yeah, and you're feeding with your hand. Here. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny. no, it's well, I mean, uh, I mean, it's I guess I've seen Venice, Louisiana, called the fishing capital of the world, mm. and Venice is pretty special. But the keys are the yeah, keys. Man, I mean, keys, the, keys. the one thing about Venice, Louisiana, and and the fishing is world class. There's no doubt about it. But there's nothing there. No. I mean, you're two hours from New Orleans. And not that New Orleans is anything special, in my opinion, either. It's New yeah. Orleans. It's New Bourbon Orleans. Street. It's, yeah, yeah. it's got personality. It's got some it's, great food. It sure does. The dining is fantastic. Yeah, it is. But it's New Orleans. No, it's New Orleans. It's not nah. Key West. Nope. <laughs> and, and you know what? You could say the other way, too. Like, New Orleans is New Orleans. You know what I mean? Key West is Key West. They're completely different. Oh, completely different. They're complete, for sure. Like the people are different. Oh, for sure. The mentality is different. Yeah. Key West mentality is the sleepiest mentality I've ever seen. In my life. You don't have to clean yourself. You don't have to bathe. Never seen anything. No, like seriously. About it. Nobody cares. I'm with you. Nobody cares. Dude. <laughs> Nobody cares. I was just there filming. <laughs> yeah. We get off the boat, get done doing my interviews, we get the cameras all put up. You drive down the road, 90% of everything's yeah. closed. Closed. Nobody cares. It's 5 30. Yeah. I'm like, everybody's, dude, everybody's where sleep, are we going to eat? Everybody's sleeping. That now. restaurant closed. Yeah. That restaurant closed. It's 5.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> like, dude. Sloppy Joe's is tough, open. Tough day. Sloppy Joe's is open. We weren't that far south. No. Okay, <laughs> we were, there you yeah, go. Yeah, we were, we were up uh, We were up in Isla Mirada, so. Yeah, that's a long but, way. Uh, that's pretty interesting. So what what are your what are your fishing goals? What is there something you want to do yet? Yep, 40-inch snook, period. That's all I got. That's it? That's it. If I catch a forty inch snook, I go. I could go the next Come day. On. No, I need to catch a forty inch snook. I need it. I know you do. I need. I like. I. I need that battle. I need to win it too. I don't want to lose it. No, you don't. I need it. I need it. And I've hooked a couple. I think in situations where I don't have much of a chance. Yeah. You know, we went to the Everglades one time, and I remember the barber would go along the shoreline, and the guy go hold on, and the second would hit this one spot, and it would just you just hear crack in, in, in the mangroves. <laughs> you go. He can't catch that fish. You can't. You couldn't stop him. I remember hooking one over by Eugene Mars' house over here. He used to live on on Open Bay, and he's not a fisherman. And I'm, I'm on his dock one day, and I look and I go, "Do you fish?" He goes, "No." I go, "You see that fish?" He goes, "Yeah." What is it? I go, "It's a snook." He goes, "Is it a big one?" I go, "It's the biggest one I've ever seen." And I'm looking like on the dock, and I go, "It's 48 inches." The next day, I come back, it's still there, and I so I throw a bait in front of him. He, he swallows it, but doesn't move. He just sat there, and I go, "Watch this." I set the hook, and he went under. 17 docks in two seconds. <laughs> you can't catch that fish. <laughs> Not there. I have, a, yeah. I have a, uh, a really good customer of mine, South Tampa native, uh, retired doctor. Dennis Jones is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> one of our very first trips together, and I think that's why he ended up being such a, a great friend and mm-hmm. a great customer, was I, I, I was working a, a dock line. And I said, okay, we're going to start here. 
but you see that hole up there in front of that dock, about three docks up? He's like, yeah. I go, when you put a bait in there, mm-hmm. the mad, that's when that's where the man lives. Okay. That's, You're going to get the man <laughs> right the there. Man. I'm just telling you, when yeah, you yeah. put it in there, yeah. I'll be ready to go. You might catch a big one here. Yeah. I'm telling you, he lives there. Okay. So we get up, we caught a couple little ones, a couple 30s, and get close. He pitched a bait in there, yeah. and it came alive, dude. I'm like, I told you. Yeah. And it did. It, they are so smart. Yeah, a big are. snook is so smart. Yeah. He ran due north. I mean, just, and I just kept telling him, I kept saying, he's going to go left to the dock. You have to turn him yep. to the right. Dennis? Dennis, you got to slow him down and yeah. turn that. He goes, he's going left. He's going left. I'm like, Dennis, yeah. he can't go left. Nope. He's got to go right. Nope, he went left. Yeah. I'm like, yes. oh, there he was. He's all the way once. Dennis turned around immediately and he's like, how did you know that fish yeah. was going to be there? I'm like, that's where he lives. That's where he lives. That's where he lives. He probably has a hundred hooks house. in his face. That's his house. You got a hundred <laughs> hooks in his face. He's been there, done that before. Yeah. You can't get him. No, it, that fish hasn't come out of there. Nope. Although we won, I won the big Tamco tournament here in Tampa Bay. I won it on that shoreline. Oh, really? But we won it with a 38. Okay. I had a big redfish and a big trout already mm-hmm. and then told my people, we got to go sit here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to catch 30. If you catch one, we got a shot. Well, on the beach is where to do it. On the beach in the summer is the way to if, do it. If you catch a big yes. snook, that's the place to hook. That's it. a it's a it's very opportun as you know it's funny that you say that cuz I have two. Mm-hmm. Both of them on TV. Uh one on live bait on a giant pinfish, one on artificial. Nice. When I made the cast to the one on artificial, both on the beach. Mm-hmm. When I made the cast to the one with the artificial, I thought it was two fish. Really? It was it was about 41 inches, but mm. just the way, I don't know, just the way the water broke it up, I thought it was two small fish coming down the beach. So I pitched about six, eight feet out in front of it oh, and passed it. Yeah. And as it got close, I drug it out and it ate it. Wow. And then when I whacked it, I'm like, oh, oh God, oh, here boy. we go, here we yeah. go. But That's the beach is a good though. place yeah. because you don't normally have a lot of structure for them to break you off on. Correct. If your knots hold up good, you got good leader, you got a chance we'll to get them. Go. But that's it, huh? Just a big snug. That's all I need, really. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can go after that. So if anybody could put me on one, you know, please. Let's let's touch base here real quick, seeing as how we're on the Real Animals podcast. Let's talk about your podcast a little bit and yeah. let our, our one? listeners know. Well, that's why I wanted yeah. to, we need to get a rundown on the yeah. Ian Beckles podcast list so yeah. maybe we could cross-promote them a little well, bit Well, sure. I mean, uh, you know, we, I've been doing stuff with uh, Radio Influence for a while and uh, started off with In the Trenches, which is my football podcast. Right. And uh, good, good, pretty good darn good numbers with that. Right. Uh, football is what I do. Uh, I have uh, flavor, uh, flavor in your ear, which started off as kind of pop culture, but it's kind of morphed into more government talk. Which, oh, really? Like I watch a lot of that CNN and Fox News, and, okay. and our world's crazy. <laughs> our world's nuts right now. It's bad. It's, it's not good either. No, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. So that's what I talk about a little bit. <laughs> and our president, we won't do that right now. We won't do it. Uh, okay, <laughs> I have a, I have a cannabis uh, podcast. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about the rules, regulations, uh, all how the world's changing with cannabis. Um, cannabis doing some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no doubt really, about it. Really good. Oh, stuff. absolutely. Yeah, I agree. and then I have um, Flavor of Tampa Bay, which I do with Tracy Guida, forking around town okay. and uh, food. So places to eat and all kind of stuff like that. So, so. all here, ritampabay.com. You can get them there for sure. And Absolutely. then Apple. Uh, Apple probably, you brought me to RI Radio Influence. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that yours are available on Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, just the same as the ours. The whole nine yards. Very cool, very Absolutely. cool. I'm going to have to check the football one because I've always been a fan of your 
outlook on the football mm-hmm. thing. You know? Well, most of it's Buccaneers. I talk a little bit NFL in general, okay. draft. But uh, last week I had Trevor Sycamore on who yeah. I had on yesterday. On he's really good. Yeah, he is young, good. Young kids yeah, I, I hear him a bunch. He mm-hmm. is pretty good. Do you find it <clears throat> easy or hard mm-hmm. to watch football with people that don't see it the same as you see it? No. You don't find it? No. Okay. I, think it's, I mean, when you come to our place, usually, uh, or my place, there's myself, there's Tony Mayberry. Sometimes we used to have Sean King sitting there. Yeah. Uh, Martin Gramatica might be there. So uh, Shane Stafford used to be a, a, a quarterback. So I was learning stuff. You know, you, I, don't, I don't know anything through the eyes of a quarterback. So we're teaching people stuff that they can't possibly know because they weren't sitting in meetings like we were. Right. So I do watch football way different than everybody else because that's what I did. Sure. So I sit there and I'm, I could see everything. Like I could see the whole picture. The and whole see, field. The whole field. It's <clears> slow. <throat> right. Like somebody will say, why did a quarterback do this? And I'll go, well, the, the left tackle got beat. Right. Nobody else saw that. Right. They just saw the quarterback, you know, throwing the ball funny or whatever. Yeah. So um, that's why when people... Uh, come at me sometimes when I'm giving my opinion and it's just an opinion. Right. I feel like saying sometimes, do you know what I did forever? <laughs> like I really kind of know about what I'm talking. I Like I can see the people all the time. Like if you talk about fishing, right. if you say, is Mike Addison a better fisher than me? I go, yep. <laughs> you know why? Just because. That's what he does. It's what you do. Right. Okay. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, it's funny that, you know, and, and especially in the press, people that write about it or whatever are challenging me. And I'm feeling like, you know, dude, you never even put your hand on the ground not one time. I'm not a, big, I'm not a better writer than you. Right. And you're not a better evaluator of football players than me. Let's just get, <laughs> let's just go there with it. You know, it's real. It's real. It always cracks me up yeah. when, the, uh, when the writers, people who never played. Not even close. People who never played the game give you their, and again, every, like you said, it's an, opinion, it's an opinion. And everybody's doing opinion. Watching football with my dad. Um, who coached some football. Mm-hmm. Not a great coach, uh, per se. You know, just coached my brother. All good, yeah. But coached. I always, some people see it different. Like you say, my mm-hmm. dad would see the whole, I'm watching the incredible catch downfield, yeah. and my dad is still commenting on the pancake block that Correct. the left tackle threw. Correct. Like my dad, I'm like, yeah. you saw that? Yeah, of course. I was watching the quarterback go deep, and my dad's like, no, the block mm-hmm. set up the whole thing. Yep. Homeboy stepped to the left, yep. and he could step left because... That left tackle dropped that yep. guy like he was yep. a, a useless sack. Of I could like I could watch football and any funny movement anywhere, my eye goes there right away. It's it's weird. Yeah. Well, like and you know, and I see things because I've watched a lot of film. I'll give you a for, a for instance when Shazier got hurt. Yeah. I knew immediately he was hurt. Immediately when he hit the dude, and the sec first thing first thing he did was grab his back. I go, oh boy, like that's just not a natural thing. Bad if you sign. grab something real quick, it popped or something. Yeah. And he just laid there, and I go, oh, boy. And right away, I knew he was in trouble. Right away. So, you know, I, I remember watching USF, and that kid put, had his foot backwards. Yeah. They went to a break, and I go, oh, no, no, what, what happened to that dude's leg? And they came back, and everybody's, like, kneeling around him, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, probably, I, I just watch a lot of football. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah it's time, yeah. you know, time in the... Time in the sport, time mm. in that. That's pretty if, interesting. If, if we, I'm pretty good at casting, but if I want to cast under a bush, I'll let you do it. Right, well. You know what I'm saying? If, we, if I had a choice, I'm going to do it. Right. But if I had one choice, I would yeah. like yeah, I One cast, right. Yeah. Well, um, it happens all the time. You get people in the boat, you know, and when I tell you, your cast has to be on the trees. Yeah. Not two feet from the trees. You be on the trees. On the trees. Yeah. And then I, they do it like four times. I'm like, here. And I pick it up and I do it. And they look at you and go, yeah. how'd you do that? I'm like, it's only my... 30 millionth time. Yeah. It takes, it takes 50,000, they said, 50,000 hours to be a master. Right. 
Exactly. You put it in. Yeah, well, that's... Um, you put it in on the mic. Is, you put it in on the mic, too. But yours is the football thing. Exactly. I mean, that, that's just yeah. kind of the And way. the mic. Well, and the mic. And the mic. And the mic. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Good stuff, It's kind of stack up masters. <laughs> Trying to stack them up. I need all the help I can get. Yeah, we I'll all t- do. I'll take all I can get. So let's do this quick before mm-hmm. we uh, kind of wrap this thing up mm-hmm. here. Let's... I want to know, because I pulled your foodie... Is foodieism your your foodism <laughs> okay. your you know flavor of Tampa Bay and all? And you've been doing that for a while. How long have you been doing that? Oh, I mean, I, I've had flavor of Tampa Bay shows on a bunch of different. Yeah. it's been ten years. Or yeah, so. I was going to say yeah, it's, it's been, been a long time. Yeah. So, um, is there a favorite? Can you have a favorite restaurant? Yeah, sure. Is there a favorite restaurant? Uh, I would say right now my favorite restaurant would be Noble Crust. Noble Crust. Noble Crust is an amazing restaurant. Is it pizza joint. It it has pizza, but it's not a pizza joint. There's okay. everything there. There's every, there's every food. Where's Noble Crust? Uh, there's one on Fourth uh, in Saint uh, Saint Pete. There's one in Wesley Chapel. Okay, and there's one in Carrollwood as well. Oh wow! So there's yeah. three already. Yeah, actually, I just went to a restaurant yesterday on West Shore, right down the road here. Mm-hmm. Babalucci, fantastic. Really, really? fantastic. Yeah. W- what kind of food is Babalucci? That's a, a, a Italian. Fantastic food. See, I'm on a diet. I don't even know why. I, I probably opened that can. But listen, I went, I went there and I got. I had the lamb chops. And I had like this shrimp dish. I know, but what did you want to have? Oh, I know what I wanted to have. <laughs> but you know, I'm trying to keep this girlish figure. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. You I'm know? telling you, it's yeah. not uh, it's not easy. That's awesome. So, son and a daughter. Two daughters right? and two a daughters. son. Two daughters. Okay, and two a son. daughters yeah. and a son. Yep. Ball players. Uh, they all played growing up. A little bit. Not to a high level, though. I had Marcus. Well, I remember having Marcus. You, me, and Marcus had a great redfish yep. day one day yep. together. So we loves fishing. I just ran across that picture of uh, you and Marcus. I know. I, think I saw it yeah. not too long ago. Yeah, he loves to fish. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Spend time with it's him. in his blood. That. Yeah, well. I just think that was an interesting, uh, an interesting way to start this. You know, your dad didn't talk a whole lot, mm-hmm. didn't didn't play sports, and the way you guys had to relate and mm-hmm. get together, and now the fact that through fishing. You know, that stayed with you the rest of your life. Yep. So, and I hope our listeners, you know, I talk about on the radio show all the time, you know, if you don't have kids and you're maybe your neighbors have kids mm-hmm. and they don't fish, you know, take them fishing one time just to introduce people them to the sport. People that don't enjoy fishing is weird for me. Yeah. I, don't, I find I don't, it to be weird. It's okay, but I just don't know if we're going to get along that well. You know, it's, it's odd to me the number of people, and I, I, I say this probably way too often, but I think it's a staggering statistic. So fishing's the number one participation sport in the country. More people fish than play golf and tennis combined. Wow. True story. I believe now, that. Well, yeah. but what's interesting to me is the number of people who it's like almost like if you don't fish, mm-hmm. like you don't even you don't even get to know it. Like I don't yeah. I don't play golf. Yeah. But I was watching when Tiger just sure. won. You're not exposed to it if you don't fish. You're not exposed to anything. It's weird to me. Well, I mean it's if if you know, when I sit there, I listen to you guys on the air. Sometimes I'm thinking, if you don't fish, there's no way you can listen to this because you don't know what a two odd is. Yeah, but you know we I mean? do. You know what's interesting is, that especially now on the Saturday morning show on 970, which is a little bit different mm-hmm. um, demographic than we have on our our DAE mm-hmm, listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a lot of people that tell me they don't fish, but they listen really? anyway. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. It's been like that since I got the show. You know, over nine years ago sure. now, I, people are like, I don't fish, but, you know, you, but we talk water quality and sure. some pollution and conservation sometimes. Yeah, 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 I mean, sometimes yeah. I fall on a political tanker <laughs> to get going a little yeah. bit. But, I mean, yeah, it's I interesting it. to me that some people tune in. Maybe they're just radio people, That's you know, good. more, you know, 
I actually fell into a gardening show one time on Non 70, and I was listening to it, and I, and I realized I don't know anything about gardening. Like, he was speaking <laughs> over my head, and I'm like, how much could be, you know, and, and he was speaking over my head, and I became interested. Yeah. Oh, kinda, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> I'm not going to be out there anytime in the sun gardening. No, no, no. No, me neither. I, don't, I have no. people for that, thank God. No doubt. No <laughs> thank doubt. you for joining me, big fella. Anytime, I do bro. appreciate you. Yeah, that was anytime. that was good stuff. We got to get on the water. I'm, you let me know. I bro. know, I know. Well, well, let me get through May and June, and okay. then we'll, we'll rock and roll. The snapper right. bite's going to kick off. Mm-hmm. We can do that early one morning, then you can still get in for the, uh, for the afternoon show. We'll go catch some... Uh, Mangrove snapper here July or August. I just got to get through tarpon season. It's a little crazy I'm ready. for me. I'm ready. Always good to have you, buddy. Appreciate you. Good to see you, man. Good stuff. You too. You got a cool uh, podcast room here. Thanks. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely great to have my good friend Ian Beckles here with me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. A little football, a little food, a little fishing. Good times with my good friend. Ian Beckles, Real Animals Podcast, presented by Contender Boats, available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and ritampabay.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. If there's anybody out there you'd like to hear me do a podcast with, reach out to us on our social media outlets. You can reach out to me on Facebook at Facebook slash Real Animals and on Instagram at Real Animals TV. We're also on Twitter at Real Animals Fish. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Radio Influence Tampa Bay is always interested in adding new podcasts that are focused solely on the Tampa Bay area. If you have an existing podcast that fits the bill or have an idea that you want to bring to life, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence and Radio Influence Tampa Bay. The future is now.